We've talked about it before. We are living in exciting times. There is a revitalization that is happening in the industry which is creating a bright future for whiskey. As we ride the wave of a new generation discovering their love for good scotch or bourbon, we also see a wave of new documentaries, films, and other forms of media that may just be playing a big part in it all. In this week's episode, we explore what media we think is playing a key role and who we think are some of the biggest influencers leading the movement. Plus, stick around at the end for an announcement about next week's episode and a special sneak peek. So pour a dram and settle in. This is the Cash Chasers Podcast. All right, welcome to the Cash Chasers Podcast. Thank you to everybody listening out there. As always, we have Mr. Bobby Bird. How's it going? And Mr. Aaron Pross. Evening, or and morning, or afternoon, or whenever <laughs> you're listening to this. And I'm Scott. Thanks for listening, and thanks for downloading. Uh, before we get into it, we um, we have a great whiskey to taste f- for this week. And this comes out of... Uh, Aaron, this comes out of your collection, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, this is the Dalmore Portwood Reserve. Um, the way I came across this, I was actually um, stopping into uh, Amrish, Amrish Patel. I was stopping into uh, his uh, liquor store. He's our hero. Yeah, Hokessen, really Hokessen Wine and Spirits. If anybody is in the Delaware, Newcastle County area, stop in there. Hokessen I don't Wine give a crap if you're in Chicago. You should drive <laughs> <That's true. laughs> so to I was see stop- him. I was stopping in and it was... It was like an like early-ish on a Saturday morning, something like that. And I'm stopping in and he's opening up and I walk in and I'm just like, hey man. And he's like, he looks over at me, he goes, Hey, uh, do you want to try some whiskey? And I'm like, dude, it's nine in the morning. And I, I was like, No, <laughs> no, I'm I'm just gonna get my Aaron told me he's like, I'm drinking whiskey. I'm like, it's nine thirty. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So so I was like, I'm all right. And then, like, I start to walk away to, like, pick up my larceny bourbon or whatever I was going to get. And, like, and he's, like, <clears throat> and he, like, looks at me and he, like, catches me with his eye and he gives me this weird look. And he's, like, oh, come over here. So I start walking up. And um, he's got uh, he's got lined up on his um, on his counter. He's got two Dalmores and two Joras. Um, and he's standing there talking to a guy. Well, come to find out, the guy that he was talking to is um, – the local rep for Dalmore and Jorah distilleries. And he's, you know, bringing him a couple things to taste. So we get introduced. Um, he, uh, he starts uh, talking to me about, um, you know, the different, the different, uh, the different whiskeys he has there. And, you know, I tell him I'm a sucker for a Portwood finish. And, um, this one, the Dalmore Portwood reserve of the four that we were tasting there, it, this by far stood out the best to me. Mm. And Christina actually wound up buying me, this for uh christmas so this is months ago at this point uh christina wound up buying this for me for christmas because i wouldn't shut up about it (laughs) and to be honest she's uh drunk as much of this if not more of this than i have wow um so this is really really fantastic uh first thing i'll say um no age statement on it which we've discussed before no age statement not necessarily a big deal you know um it's gonna run you around a hundred bucks so, you know, that's going to be out of some people's price yeah. range. It's going to be low on some other people's yeah. price ranges. But for a scotch, honestly, mm-hmm. that's not terrible. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not. And it's so, kind of, it's it's a little 
60 I feel bucks. like we've been putting a, a your, spotlight on the kind of the lower ends. Yeah. And it's yeah. about time we did some of these. We do have some higher ends coming. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. So so this is this is a this is a hundred dollar bottle. To me, worth every dollar of the hundred dollars. Downmore, you guys know I'm a bottle chaser. Downmore has this gorgeous uh stag head on all of their bottles, which is really, really neat. And um, if you ever catch me dressed up, chances are I'll have a uh, Downmore lapel pin on mm. as well. Um, really, really big fan, and this is this is this is the one that really brought me over to to Downmore. Um, so yeah, uh, it's a it is a portwood finish, as I've said. You know, it's it's a I'm I'm a big sucker for a port finish or port. Uh, blend it a little bit into whiskeys, uh, wherever, wherever you get them. Um, I am a big fan of port, cheap port, expensive port, whatever. Uh, so yeah, I loved it. My wife bought it for me for Christmas. Thank you again, Christina. This is delightful and something I wanted to share. So brought it on. So, uh, shall we, shall we nose it? Shall we taste it? Yes, we shall. Let's dive right in. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Cheers. I don't know who has chewed tobacco in their life. And for those that haven't dismissed this, but it has that sweet chewing tobacco fl- spice going on, like a bite to it. Where Almost. on the nose, on the finish, where? Both. Actually, okay. both. Um, you open a pack of like tobacco, fresh, clean tobacco, smoking tobacco. This would work. It has that on the nose. Mm-hmm. And then in the, in the, on the, on the, on the palate, it does have that sweet bite to tobacco. Okay. Like a, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, clean, yeah. like a clean tobacco, like a like a good cigar. Or okay. Something. So I I've it, I have on on occasion I've smoked uh, cigars. It's been it's been a while since I've smoked a cigar. Um, I did used to smoke a pipe kind of regularly, and I'm kind of getting it's more pipe tobacco. Yeah. So that yeah. that's what I'm getting, almost like a like, like a flavored tobacco. The old school you, pipe. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. So the pipe I would smoke from is called a church warden pipe. Yeah. Because I figured if I was going to get a pipe, I was going to go big or go home. So this is like this is like Gandalf the Gray. <laughs> like I mean, it, I, this thing is long. I hope you have like an evening coat to go with that. He does. I, I have a pointy <laughs> hat and everything. So um so uh, tobacco I. I get I get like a more of a more of a pipe tobacco to than a um than like a cigar tobacco, um and pipe smoke is actually really pleasant to smell for me. I haven't chewed tobacco, so I can't speak intelligently to that. But I can only imagine. So that that's chewing sort of tobacco has a sweet kind of um. What is the what is the uh, in salad the, the 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 leaf that's kind of got a spice bite to it? Oh, um, arugula. Right? Yes. Am I saying yeah, that? Right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yep. That is. Yep. 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 <laughs> Bo- Bobby looks at me after any time he says like, a Aaron, word that he's word? not wor- yes. sure about. I, gotta, I need a me. word guy or girl. I need he's like arugula. Is that a word? Aaron, is that a word? Yeah. So arugula has that um, has that kind of greeny vegetable thing, but then it's got that spicy, peppery yeah. bite afterwards. Yeah. It's got that going. Okay. On. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give that to yeah. you. And, and that's yeah. probably something similar to what you get out of like a chewing it tobacco, is. like it that is. sort of spice. But it also has like a it does have a sweetness on the nose. Uh, well, almost like a, think, right, yeah, which comes through a lot, and it's it's that you know I feel, I don't want to go back, always go back to toffee, but it is that almost like that salt water. Uh, I like that. Yeah, the, it is salty taffy. too. It is. So Aaron made me not made me. We were at uh, some event. <laughs> Gunpoint. One of our many events we've done. Um, thank you to Dana Bird, our event coordinator, for putting uh, everything she does together. We do. A She's lot of definitely events. not in amazing. the room while we're yeah. recording. Um, but Aaron. And I tasted port. I tasted port for the first time, and uh, which is odd because I love port finish. Port has that sweet. Can you say port one more time? Port, 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 <laughs> port. Sweet creaminess, but it has a bite to it. 
almost like a um a bitter finish that I that not in a bad way. That's what this has. Sweet and then bitter finish. Mm. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'll get that. I for guess you. I guess the, I wasn't picking up on the bitter right away. This kind of just kind of doesn't doesn't continue like like a sweet tooth kind of thing. Almost like a like like an allspice. Almost. I don't know if you ever make that sound again. <laughs> I'll make it my ringtone. That's but it was that's good. My, no, that's, that's my Sylvester that's what Stallone I mean. impersonation. That's what I, that's exactly what I'm saying. That kind of like that not a drop off, which bourbons have a lot of drop off on the finish. Mm-hmm. It's good and it drops. It's good. It's almost me. like that allspice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys can tell, but this is a drunk episode. Full disclosure, guys. We have you, been drinking. We we have told some of you that we record two to four episodes in one sitting. Well, we're nine in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It turns out that we are when, well along. It, if this even makes it to the cutting room. It turns well, out uh, that when you record three or four episodes at a time and you taste whiskey at each one, by the last one, you're a little... You're a little, so, uh, worse for the for, for those of you that have listened, you know that Scott is the glue that holds this entire podcast together. As soon as Scott starts doing impersonations <laughs> and, and stuff, where this is this is rough. <laughs> so, so Scott, so Scott Norris, not to be confused with Chuck Norris, um, although he's got the same. I share a birthday with Chuck Norris. Do you? Really? Really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, when is I your sh- birthday? March tenth. Social security number. <laughs> I, was, I let, share a birthday with Jackie Chan. Do you really? I do. Stop it. Who do I share a birthday with? We should with? make an action movie. We should. And call it based people on that have birthdays that are shared with. We've it's derailed. It's a long title. It's a whiskey so, podcast. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, good whiskey. Great whiskey, actually. Yeah, I really like this Cool one. bottle. God, Aaron, you are such <laughs> a bottle chaser. I it's am. ridiculous. I am. When, so here's the thing. So we have a... So in the studio, we have a plethora of bottles of, of whiskey. Mm. I mean, there's more whiskey here than we can count. But we still bring in, every now and again, I'll find something there, and Scott will find something, we'll bring it in. I bring in something, Scott brings in something. It's good whiskey, it's great whiskey, it's whatever. Aaron, when he brings in a whiskey, if it's not freaking... It's something, uh, some special Bedazzled. Bottle. Yeah. Like, is that knitted? Is that a knitted bottle? <laughs> How's their whiskey? Bottle. How's their liquid in there? That's right. This so bottle the, has its very hey, own tartan. Hey, hey, hold on. Do you keep your bottles? Yeah. He's got oh, you. Uh, some yes, some no. Okay. If it's a, if, As if decoration. It's a, yeah. If it's a bottle that I really like, I, I try to find a way to reuse it. Okay. So, I've so got, like the, I'm sorry, but the Blantons, right? You keep the bottle tops. Mm-hmm. Uh, I monkey, do. monkey shoulder. You keep the uh, monkeys. I yeah. don't. So, um, really? How do you? What do you? They come off. Yeah, I know they come. Yeah, they but come I don't. Off. I don't know. I didn't know people kept them. They do. We there do somebody keep in our so group. Like ba- basil, basil, Hay- basil Hayden's. I'll keep the the band, the, the band around. That's them. a boring bottle without that belt. Without That's without wh- the band and without the um tunic that it's got over it. Tunic. A little outfit a tunic. On. That's why I was asking actually because so, we have the basil have the Hayden's. Delmore? We have the basil Hayden's here in front of us. The Dalmore. The Dalmore has a uh, stag on the front of it, which is does that come off? Don't you yank on my Dalmore bottle. It's a $100 bottle. Who cares? <laughs> but anyway, you see this. He So he brought in the Basil Hayden's with the with belt. With a band. Yep. With the belt yep. and the band. He brought brought in the uh, Dalmore with the freaking deer on the front of it. The Whistle Pig, which is a gorgeous saddle a really bottle. Cool That's bottle. a unique yeah, bottle. I like that bottle. Yeah. Bring and in a something. gigantic I want, I want you to bring in something in a normal bottle. I yeah. can't do that because I don't have any of those. Just a basic bottle. That's a huge <laughs> cork in that Whistle Pig. I've seen his collection. It is <laughs> it's an ornate. Bottle, it's just, but God bless yeah. you. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, it's a cool bottle. So that's the <laughs> bottle thing we talked about. <laughs> All right. Well, so anything else on the Dalmore? Would you steal it? Uh, this? Uh, yes, I would. I would steal this. I would with a good lawyer. 
So that's four stars. <laughs> <It's a> good... <laughs> okay, <laughs> really? Yeah. So why? Fascinating caveat. That's the first time you brought up a good lawyer. Right. Why this one over the? So others? I like it a lot. I do. No, I I think of two things when I drink a whiskey, and this is a great whiskey. Price point scares me a little bit. It doesn't need to be a hundred dollars. Okay. Opinion. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, we're gonna fight, but yeah. Right. 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 It's um. But I'm I'm a portwood junkie too. Like oh, like, no, no, like no, that's my thing. I love port. I I love it too. Is it a hundred dollar bottle? Is that better than any of the is, uh, of Glamorangi's Portwood? Yep. You think so? I think so. That much better? I think so. Okay. So and, fair and enough. Espe- and especially with uh with the Glenmorangi with the um with their their uh, their port finish the the Quinta Rubin yeah it's yeah. they they just changed it not just but um the the twelve is not available anymore it they're not true. producing That's it anymore the fourteen years now is now out there so now you're up to a seventy to eighty dollar price point on that. So with the with the Glenmorangie thirty um, bucks more though yeah okay uh, oh absolute uh, look it's every great. bit of 30 don't get bucks me wrong more. this is this is this is good this is where opinion lie I I think of price point and I think of I probably would drink that if you brought it to me mm-hmm. and I think it's delicious I wouldn't buy I wouldn't pay a hundred bucks I, you know what what we'll have to do we'll have to try this back to back with the Glenmorangie. At some point, oh, just like the yeah. three of us, that changed together, my mind. Which I, I actually did that the yeah. the other night. Um, I did a, um, I think I did a live stream on the group, and I tried this, and I had a little sip of the of the Glenmorangie uh, Quinta Rubin back to back, and this is this is head and shoulders. Above I, the other. I, I have head to say, I, we we have to do that head to head because I've always been a, a huge fan of the La Quinta Rubin. It's and gorgeous. It's amazing. It really is. It's, fan- it's delicious. Though. It's fantastic. I don't want to take it away. From I would that. steal it. Bobby yeah. would steal it with a good lawyer, Scott. Oh, I would definitely steal this. <laughs> I, 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 I really want to do that heads up though, because I, like- I wouldn't put I, currently. I would still pick my La Quinta Rubin over it. Uh-oh. Ooh. Uh-oh. Okay, so now we have to do game. But twelve it's been or fourteen. A while. Twelve the or fourteen. 14. Okay, I ha- I actually haven't had the fourteen. I've okay. only had the twelve. Let's do that. Let's yes. make that Let's a do show. twelve, fourteen. We we'll do a twelve, fourteen. Let's do a couple of bottles. And, and you know what? To be fair, though, it's only because um, I you know I I haven't had the Lincoln Rubin in a while, and obviously this is the first time I'm having this Dalmore. So maybe had and you're it. a couple in. And I'm a couple in. You're a couple in. Yeah, let's not. I mean, I sound cool, calm, and collected, but you underneath. Don't. Let's be honest. I, I don't uh, know what your editing skills are, but <laughs> God help you. Let me put to the max. Uh, but I would be interested head to head because I, I like it. I think it's great. I, I can. Oh, so I'll I, tell you this. So I have a little book I keep, just so you guys know. Um, I gave it five stars. Wow! And I gave it five stars. We tasted. I'm going to. We lie a little bit. We actually tasted this before. Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple hours ago, mm-hmm. and that's when I gave it the five stars. There you go. Uh, so you it go. is. I don't want to take away from the fact because I threw a, a, the a lawyer caveat in there. Yeah, it right. is fantastic. And we'll do we'll do those three back to back, and we'll we'll sort of compare, and th- that'll be a great thing for listeners too. Santa, got, you've got, Santa you've got, Claus got you this. Yeah, no, my wife got me this for Christmas. Santa, no, <laughs> no, no, and we Scott still uh, believes. <laughs> So uh, oh, I, I did want to take a second and real quick plug um, the guy who introduced me to this. So uh, we I, I said it was at Amrish's place. Uh, Ricky Crawford or Richard Crawford was the was the rep from uh, De- Delmore and, and Jora for this. And because because I met him because I got introduced to these, um, I actually wound up buying I wound up buying this for me and a Jura Seven Wood for a good friend of mine. For Where his the birthday. heck is that? Oh, you gave that, it to I a gave it to a friend for his birthday. Hi, Chris. You know my birthday was January third. I don't and, care about um, you. Okay. That's all I got to say about it. It's guys. good. It's good. I like it. Yeah, I like thank, it a lot. 
Thanks for sharing, buddy. It's deep. You're welcome, buddy. Real quick, what's ABV on that guy? Uh, That's going to be some ABV. He said confidently. Is it not really written on there? Legally. Uh, 46.5 ABV. 46.5. Wow, okay. That's up there. Yep. And I think the the Quinta Room is 40. I'm pretty sure all all of the- Really? 46.5%. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for sharing, bud. You're welcome. Have you guys ever wondered what it would be like to hop in an RV, road trip around the continent, and sample some of the best whiskey along the way? If you've dreamed about it, but that goal is just out of reach, we have a great alternative for you. Fellow Cash Chaser and friend of the Cash Chasers podcast, Nate Woodruff, has embarked on a North American road trip, Whiskey with a View. Along with his four-legged sidekick, Sky, Nate is road tripping around North America in search of awe-inspiring views and hidden whiskey gems. The most exciting thing is, you can follow along for the adventure. Nate and Sky will be documenting their travels in hopes to both inspire and entertain, but they can use our help. They're offering seven different ways you can follow along and support the cause with special perks at each level. Proceeds for each tier go directly to the trip expenses only, and here's the best part. At the end of each month, all leftover money goes directly to charity. If you want to follow Nate and his travels, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash whiskey with a view and browse all of the available options or just learn a little bit more about the adventure. Once again, that's www.patreon.com forward slash whiskey with a view or on Instagram at whiskey with a view. All right, fellas, uh, before we get into the next segment here, let's uh, let's take another listener question. So if you haven't done so already, if you haven't seen on social media, We've been asking for everyone to send their questions into the show, and we were going to answer some uh, live on the show, give you a quick shout out. And it, it's more about talking to our listeners, listening to them, and we don't want to be just talking to you, right? We want to hear from you. And so we have another listener submitted question from Mr. Jeff LaCostro. Hey, so, Jeff. Hey. And so Jeff asks, what are some recommended reading or video material for all levels. Jeff, we don't read. <laughs> I, it's very ambitious of you to think so. It's very hard for us to even read the question that you asked in front of us. For, uh, real quick, I just want to just say something about Jeff Lucastro. Jeff is one of our, what we call the original seven, one of the people that were, that were at our very, very, very first tasting. Jeff is pre-Scott, so just so you folks know, <laughs> and Scott's like our boss. Yeah. So Jeff, it, when Jeff posts stuff on the on the Facebook group, you'll see he's got his little founding member logo. But he was literally there at our very very first tasting when it was. And the man knows what he's doing. Yeah, so if you just seven of us, nine whiskeys, no idea what we were doing. Jeff, we love you, dude. Totally, and buddy. Now we're Cheers to tr- Jeff. We're yes. gonna try to answer Cheers your question. To that. Cheers to Jeff. All right, so... What was his question? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> watching... So I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, the best thing you can listen to ever to learn about whiskey is the Cast Chasers podcast. <laughs> on Apple. <laughs> on Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify, iHeartRadio. Many, many. iTunes. Yeah. You know. so, so just replay these things over um, and over again. Second to us, uh, Whiskey Vault is very, very uh, popular. Ooh, that's yeah, a good one. It's a great one. Um, yeah. yeah, the whiskey.com by Horst. He's a... Uh, he's a... He's a He's kind of, I don't want to say dry, but um, you'll learn more from that guy than I think I've learned more from that guy. Sure, Ralphie. Want. Have you guys yeah. watched Ralphie? I have. Yes. Yeah, yeah he's Ralphie's a good. Um, I, I would also say, just to step on Bobby and not let him talk anymore. No. Oh, okay. Um, I would also say, uh, as far as, um, like, I, I think he asked about films, movies, that sort of thing. Go on your streaming services, any of them, and just type in whiskey. 
type in scotch, type in whiskey without an E, with an E, you're going to learn so much about, there's no, as whiskey far as- cask. Which is uh, which is our dear friend Mark. Oh, whiskey cast, yeah, mm-hmm. with a T at the end. Yeah, tea, yeah. Tea. Oh, yeah. So uh, whiskey cast is um, Mark Gillespie, um, good friend of ours. Um, he's the longest running uh, whiskey podcast. A lot of great information there. He was at the um, event. Our um, he was he was at our holiday event. Our um, our Drams for Fans event. Great dude. Um, uh, and, and online, I'll say that uh, there's two. There's usually two that I'll go to the whiskey exchange. That's a good is one, one yeah. of them, and uh, the other one is uh, Master of Malt. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a that's really a good, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so both of those are usually my go. And there's some upcoming. Backwards. If you're in the if you're in the Cast Chasers group, we have a um, a movement of videos, new YouTube stars coming up. Hopefully, stars. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, that are going to be doing good things. Um, Cast Chasers. I don't know if you threw that out there. We're going to subliminally plant, <laughs> Who are plant they? that in. Um, some books I like, uh, Field Guide to Whiskey. My gorgeous, wonderful model of a wife bought me that one. And that's, yeah. that might be one of the best. Off ones. of a great recommendation I from Scott. <laughs> so yeah. there's a great, there, there's a few books that I, that I, that I own that I personally love. And, and the Field Guide is definitely one of them. It's by, uh, uh, Hansa Fringa. And the, the other one, I got two for Christmas that I haven't, um, had a chance to get into yet. But one is Tasting Whiskey. It's by uh, Lou Bryson, and this is a whole guide to how you taste whiskey, the differences, the procedure, all that stuff. This is a great, um, a great guide. Yeah, and, and Lou, Lou Bryson is actually he is a cast chaser. He's in our group. Um, he's posted there a couple times. Um, uh, we've talked to him a couple times. He's pro- he wants to be on the podcast. Actually, got introduced to Lou. Um, from um, Marty Duffy, who's our Glen Cairn rep. So the, this entire world of whiskey, I mean, everybody kind of knows everybody. But yeah, Lou's a great guy. Um, he's po- he's posting all the time on our podcast. So uh, Lou, actually, thanks. Yeah, well, I uh, we went back and forth. Spelled L E W. By yeah. the way, Don't the cool way. L-O-U. The cool way. Lou's a great guy. Knows a lot of things, and uh, you know, definitely. So here's the thing about our group. We've we've made a, and we don't talk about this a lot. We made an effort among our moderator, moderate, moderator. That sounds monorail. Just keep going. I'll Disney move. monorail. Our team, our team. There's a there's a movement in our team to find um, people in the whiskey world who are big authors, whiskey producers, makers, distillers, inf- and, and you know influencers, and bring them into the group so you have somebody to reach out to. If you notice a lot of our posts, some of the people that comment in there, click on their name. They're not just everyday drinker. They're, they, they're the no. They're the yeah, who's the, you yeah. know. And they can tell you things that are, I mean, oh my God, there's so much knowledge in our We group. always say they've forgotten more than we know. Right. And Authors, that's, that's a lot writers, of people. Writers, yeah. distillers, they're in there. They're in the group. So join us at Cast Chasers and uh, you'll, you'll get to meet some of those through Facebook, Instagram, things like that. And then, uh, well, the last book I'll mention is the um, is the Complete Whiskey Course by Robin Robinson, which is soup to nuts. That's everything. That is how to. That's taste. what the word "complete" means, Scott. I know, I know. It's everything you need to know from tasting to different whiskeys to uh, to uh, the regions and everything in between. That's if you're looking for one all-encompassing book, uh, the Complete Whiskey Course by Robin Robinson is definitely the way to go. Uh, and then, in terms of other media, uh, go to Amazon Prime because they have a great documentary out there right now, which is Scotch: The Golden Dream, and an upcoming documentary that we, you know, 
definitely endorse and 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 hope you listen to when it comes out. I think this summer is Water of Life. Correct. Yep. So the one one that you're going to find on Amazon Prime right now is Scotch, A Golden Dream. Um, Bobby kept talking about it and he wouldn't shut up. So I went and watched it. It's really good. good. It's so good. I know I ramble a lot, but there's content there. (laughs) There, There's content. Every once in a while. After you edit it out, distill it down. Six hours worth of talking to three minutes. That's right. But Jim McEwen, there's a lot of Jim McEwen on that one. Um, And the... Gosh, just the just the amount of the amount of stuff that's available to us uh, these days, just with what we've been, you know, calling amongst ourselves the whiskey movement. The amount of stuff that's available to people that are kind of interested in whiskey, have been drinking whiskey for for a while, is amazing. Um, like I said, I uh, when when I when I watched uh, Scotch, a Golden Dream, um, I just did a search on my Amazon Prime streaming service for Scotch whiskey. And all, all these other sort of things, and just stuff could, just kept coming up. That some are going to be, you know, a little better, a little worse. Um, they're going to appeal to you a little more. Straight up, uh, Kentucky Bourbon um, is another documentary that's amazing. Um, it's more historical with American whiskeys, which is amazing. Um, where we're coming, where we're going with American whiskeys, the new up and coming distilleries. We're going to kind of get in as. Aaron alluded to, we're going to talk about the up and coming movement of whiskey and where we're at now. All right, fellas. So uh, what we wanted to get into this episode was the whiskey movement because there's a huge change in the tide and we're seeing amazing things. We're living in amazing times for whiskey and in particular, uh, where it's going, what some of these smaller companies are doing and the kind of the direction that the whole culture is heading. And more importantly, how it's being captured, because we're living in an age where everything's being captured by multiple forms of media uh, via documentaries, which we, we're, we're talking about in, in length. But the, the movement in general is a fun time, and we had to highlight that, right? And that was something that was really important to you, Bobby, to, uh, to highlight. So I'll say this name, Bill Murray. Really? Bill Murray. Okay. I'm interested. So, yeah. Ready? Uh How does Bill Murray... I'm talking Bill Murray, Ghostbusters Bill Murray. The actor (laughs) Bill Murray. It's Groundhog Day. You know what I mean? Yeah, just so you know. I'm I'm going to kind of glaze over a little bit of things, so you have to do some research. But So, your 60s, your 70s, Scotch whiskey, American whiskey wasn't on the table. You know, people were drinking gin, dad, you know, your grandfather drank whiskey, it was raw whiskey or something, you know cheap and easy to get a hold of whiskey didn't make a movement until bill murray came on screen and talked about a specific japanese whiskey and promoted it and that's kind of when there's this explosion of you know for that you know japanese whiskey johnny walker black and all these other whiskeys started to kind of pop up and then american whiskey started to follow in suit um 1980s 1990s whiskey starts to make a bigger comeback now so you to kind of Fast forward a little bit, you have an entire generation that's trying to, young people specifically, trying to find a place and not just be this, you know, we're drinking beer, we're, you know, and that's the end of it. We're, we want to make an art of what we're doing in our social lives. Whiskey has become this social advent where people have wanted to experience something more. I remember reading something a while back with the, I hate to use the word millennial movement, but there's studies that show millennials, the younger generation, technically I'm a millennial, 38 years old, right? 1982. We, we want more of an experience than we do a thing. We're not spending our money on stuff. Yeah. We're spending on a thing. So I think that plays into what whiskey is. And since the 80s, 
you know, since that commercial with um, Bill Murray to now, we've seen whiskey become an art form, a platform, a muse, and just something really cool and, and, and big. I think the beer industry for, um, you know, microbreweries and stuff like that coming up, people trying to make beer and change things with beer, not just being about, you know, um, your, your regular loggers, people, IPA junkies and your malts and, you know, different kind of beers and things like that. Whiskey's kind of following behind that. You see people, heroes in the industry, Scotch whiskey, you know, Jim McEwen, um, re- resurrecting Bush Laddie. And then you see American distillers coming back and resurrecting, you know, the fire, um, Heaven Hill fire in the nineties. And then their comeback and things like that. Whiskey's doing this big, there's this, basically this big explosion in the world of whiskey where, you know, people are seeing it as what it can be in this amazing platform. A lot of it's mixed drinks and, you know, what, what's the terminology for um, mixologist? So you have your mixologist who are coming together and creating these cool artsy dishes that are drinks, you know, with like bacon and sugar and caramel mixed in. But then you're seeing people go to the love of the the root of what is whiskey. So you're seeing really cool whiskey come out with new tastes, new flavors, new profiles, which is good for the farmers, which is good for the, you know, the people that are basically giving the ingredients, you know, waters and things like that, that are giving these ingredients to these distilleries. So it's just, it's just this booming industry that's coming from nowhere. And, um, I think it's amazing. Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, uh, the the world we live in with the access to information and everything is just uh it's starting to connect people in ways that we never could before and i think that's what's bringing a lot of this information and all of these uh this interest into the into the world and, and but also the collaborations and we've talked about this before but you know you mentioned the the microbreweries that are popping up but they're they're not only looking for ways to advance beer and that that brewing process but they're looking for ways to advance the collaboration across other uh platforms uh, well other um forms of well you know. gin yeah gin is making a comeback i'm not a big gin fan um i'll be honest but it's making a comeback vodka is making mm-hmm. a comeback. How do you make different vodkas? I don't know. I'm sure. curious. But alcohol in general is making a comeback. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, we've always liked alcohol. Is there an irony to Al- the Alcoholics 2020s? are huge right now. Right? Is there really, an irony to the how, the how alcohol is making a comeback and we're So here's the thing. The here's the thing. We all like alcohol. How do we make it not alcohol? We we wrap a different wrapper around it. So I, w- one thing I, I wanted to just sort of touch on a little bit is that – I have found that whiskey specifically, you're just getting so many people that are just into it right now. So you've got your, you, you've got your, you know, your, your people in their fifties and sixties who grew up your on. Your granddad, this or that, your dad. Right, yeah. Right. Your dad, your granddad. It's, it becomes sort of a common language. It's like when you have a, somebody that's a generation or two ahead of you that, you know, served in the military and then you serve in the military, it opens up a whole new conversation that you guys have never been able to have before. So you've got that. And then you've got the, the younger Gen Xers, um, the older elder millennials is what, what I like to call myself. Um, so you've got your younger Gen Xers, your elder millennials, um, and it's going to continue right on to, uh, you know, Gen, Gen Y, Gen, or Gen Y is millennials, I guess, technically, and Gen Z. Um, my, so like my, uh, my, my nieces are 
older, my, my, um, they're, you know, in their early twenties, mid twenties. Um, so they're, they're getting into whiskey. I'm talking to their, you know, their, their significant others and they're, they're into whiskey and you know, Oh, you guys are doing a whiskey podcast. You've got a whiskey group. I'm into that. So it's just this huge thing. All of a sudden, it's just this cross section of so many different generations that people are it's able a to new come. platform for yeah, art. Yeah, I absolutely. Guess. Absolutely. And, I, and, and you see all sorts of people in it. So even even within our group, you've got us who are, I feel we're kind of the facilitators. You know, we're sort of pushing you know, that product. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're sort of the facilitators. We're talking to people who are, you know, like uh head distillers, own distilleries, um, bloggers, this thing, that thing. And we're talking to the people that are like, I don't know what to drink. Well, food made a movement too. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's part of it. It I think is. The, it the is. Food, food and drink. It's just, it's just an accompaniment. Well, we're not just grab, you know, a home cooked meal was what it was. Your mom made the same thing every time. And then, you know, food network came along mm. and cooking shows. And now we're trying to experience different foods. Alcohol is kind of the same way. Whiskey and beer are in the same location. Well, I think wine took a, it was front, and center for that, you know, it was always that. Uh, what do I? What wine do I pair with the food? And I think now we're starting to realize that it's not just wine. Well, there are whiskey sommeliers now. Correct. Whiskey sommeliers. That you can pair yeah. a good whiskey with a uh, with a certain dish that you can equally pair with a good wine. It's, it's not just a shot absolutely. you take at a wedding, right? Or it is, <laughs> yeah. which is what I think it, the perception was was whiskey was something that was not to be savored. It was just a Kind of that backwoods, right. just boom, yeah, boom. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're in, we're, I mean, our group is growing amazingly, but Facebook, we're in two groups now. Um, little plug, uh, Scotch Attic is one of them, yeah, right. Um, Scotch Attic is 20,000 plus members, yeah, almost 30,000 in Scotch right, Attic, right? There's a few groups out 30 something plus thousand members in, in these groups, Twitter groups, and Instagram groups. There's obviously this mentality of we want to learn more and be a part of more and this influence of whiskey. Tastings now, tastings are taking a curve where, and they're a big thing. We just did a live venue podcast mm -hmm. um, in a theater where we thought, okay, how many people are going to show up to a tasting? A lot of people showed up to that tasting, yeah. bought tickets to see a tasting right. to experience whiskey. So whiskey is definitely of the alcohols. So while we're while we're talking about groups in general, this is a great place for people to get um, for people to get connected with other people that are just talking whiskey, good resources, that sort of thing. There's some bad ones. There's some good ones. Um, we started our group just a couple friends, and then we started a Facebook group. So if you're on Facebook, Facebook is a great great place to start mm. i want to plug real quick just a, a handful of groups that are i think doing it right and some of them some of them are going to rub you the wrong way some of them you're going to like for one reason or another not not like for other reasons so i drink and i know things whiskey group that's a that's a whiskey group with a um you know they're the they're, they're sort of leaning on the game of thrones that's josh taylor from canada great Love guy it. um what else scotch addict you already mentioned alan brody uh great guy um, what else? South, South Jersey bourbon drinkers is a really good one, um, that, that I'm a part of. And I'm at, because we're kind of close physically to South Jersey, um, that's really helped us out. Robert Schwartz, um, heads that one. Um, Philadelphia Whiskey Society, um, Alex, Alex, uh, Chang. Don't forget about our friends in Canada. Our friends in Canada. Um, Edmonton Scotch Club, Travis Watt. That's a great one. Um, what old line, old line Scotch sippers. 
I'm not sure. I'm sorry, guys. I don't remember all of these groups. There's so many. Yeah, Delaware Dram. Um, and some of these, some of these old line Scotch Club. I'm sorry. And Cast Chasers. And Cast Chasers. I've heard of them. They're Ooh. great. Um, <laughs> but uh, some of these, Seth Tolbert for uh, Delaware Dram Whiskey Club, by the way. But um, all of these, all of these groups, kind of locally. Uh, to us, some groups are going to be strictly online, um, like Scotch Addict and um, I Drink and I Know Things Whiskey Group, and you know you've got video reviews that sort of thing. We've we've seen some things that we like uh, like that other groups do that we sort of pull from that. They've seen seen things that we do that they we're pull, all pull from us. really close. The and that is. and that's the thing. Like like a lot of the a lot of the you know admins people that run these groups are actually talking together in group chats. We have our own groups. That is you know people that you know are administrators and moderators of these whiskey groups. Um, some are online only. Some do tastings in person. That's how we started was in-person tastings. And now we've started to, you know, grow a little bit there. But I, uh, all of that to say, you've got resources. Um, ours are on Facebook. There's other places. Some places have websites. Um, most of who we deal with is either on Facebook or has a Facebook presence. And I re- really just get, get, con- I, I would say get connected. If you like this podcast, if you like what you're hearing, obviously get connected to cast chasers. I mean, that's self-serving or whatever, but fine. Just go on Facebook, search whiskey group, scotch group, bourbon group, whatever. Chances are there's a group in your area. If you're interested in meeting with some like-minded people, trying some whiskeys, give it a shot. And I think, uh, that's that's a great place for people to uh, to head and there's there's tons of media out there whether it's books uh tasting whiskey by lou bryson or uh scotch the golden keep dream the movement going keep it going well thank you for listening to this week's episode of the cash chasers podcast we hope you found some exciting new books sites or films to explore whiskey and speaking of films we mentioned a special announcement at the top of the show next week's episode is one you will not want to miss We have producer Brad Kenyon of the upcoming whiskey documentary Water of Life on the show to discuss the film, their travels around Scotland capturing the footage, and his own personal love for whiskey. Here's a little sneak peek of that all-new episode. It's funny because we we started shooting in, I think it was either spring or uh, summer, and and Greg kept saying, you know, this isn't Scotland. He, he spent some time in Scotland uh, in college. And he's like, this isn't Scotland. It's it's beautiful out. And uh, it needs to be raining. It needs to be, you know, it needs to look like uh, look how I feel Scotland is. And and I was like, yeah, but the cameras really like sunlight, <laughs> you know, and they don't like rain. <laughs> so, so uh, but, you know, his vision was dead on. We wanted to really uh, get the, that water that's coming off of the barrels in the rain and the, uh, just to really kind of get the beauty of the, the, I don't know, the, it's such, it's treacherous, right? Scotland is treacherous. If you, you're driving on the roads, uh, you could basically go off a cliff at any moment and the locals would go, yep, yep, yeah, that's what happened. You know, it's, it's just a, it's a beauty to that, that, uh, we all fell in love with and it shows in the product that, you, you mentioned that every one of these communities have their own identity uh, with the whiskeys. And uh, we got to taste some of the best whiskeys in the world and the oldest whiskey in the world. We got to do mm. a 75 uh, year old Mortlock. Wow. Uh, which oh, that's right up Aaron's uh, alley. I love the Mortlock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we were, we were very uh, welcomed from like everyone. We, we were surprised at how everybody was like, yeah, come on in. I mean, Belvini actually flew somebody in from Paris to walk us around and uh, and just 
everybody was very gracious. So I know we're excited. I hope you are too. So please be sure to tune in next week for the full interview. And as always, Cash Chasers, remember, it's not about finding the perfect dram. It's all in the chase.